and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. I am back again for another episode. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. There's been a lot of weird energy going on, and I don't know if it was like the Gemini full moon that we, or uh, sorry, not full moon, new moon that we had recently, or maybe the fact that Mercury is supposed to go retrograde at like the end of the month, although it's a little early to start feeling those Mercury retrograde feelings, I feel like, but who knows? You know, there's always that shadow period that comes about right before the actual retrograde hits. So if you're feeling like a chicken with your head cut off, like I've been feeling all week, then, um, you know, don't worry about it. We'll get through it. It's just, you know, Mercury retrograde. Plus, we also have a bunch of other planets that are in retrograde right now. So yeah, there's a lot of funky, weird um, energy going on. Also, I was supposed to make this week's episode my interview with Sarah Schuster from Tending Seeds, which is another really great podcast. However, because of all this weird stuff that's been going on, I haven't been able to upload it. I tried editing it and getting it all ready, and for whatever reason, I'm just having all these technical issues. So I decided that this week I would do an episode all about Law of Attraction instead, because I personally have had a lot of really cool things happen. I've been manifesting a lot of wonderful things into my life. So hopefully next week I'll have my conversation with Sarah up on here. But for now, let's talk about Law of Attraction. So I'm going to begin by giving you guys a little bit of backstory on the Law of Attraction, where it came from, what it is. So Law of Attraction basically started from Um, this woman, her name is Esther Hicks, and her husband, Jerry Hicks, who I guess they had decided that they were going to start meditating more. And so they started this new practice of meditating every day. And while they were doing that, this entity that goes by the name Abraham came to her and told her all this stuff about law of attraction. And so basically, Esther Hicks describes it as being the purest form of love that she's ever felt. And it's a conscious collective group of all these different energies that sort of came and spoke to her and basically this whole book she wrote a book on the law of attraction and it was just one big channeled message she had channeled this energy and they had basically told her to write down all these things and she didn't even know what she was writing down until she kind of came out of her trance that she was in and basically told her and gave her the instructions to attract anything And so Esther Hicks, she travels around and she does all these workshops on law of attraction and how to get what you want. And a lot like people ask her and Abraham questions. And so she's able to channel this energy that presents itself with the name Abraham and answer their questions through them. So that's kind of where it came about. Basically, what it is, is the idea that you can attract anything into your life that you want. The universe is like one big catalog and you can just pick and choose whatever it is that you want and bring it into your life, basically. And this isn't about like how to, you know, figure out the way to reach your goals and how to get it, even though that is sort of part of it. But basically what it's about is getting yourself on the right vibration and on the right alignment towards the things that you want so that the opportunities that you're hoping for will naturally come to you because you're attracting that into your life. You're not, you know, oh, I got to do step one and step two. And, you know, because a lot of times when we make all these plans and try to get all these things, we end up blocking what it is that we're trying to manifest into our lives. 
So that's kind of just what law of attraction is all about. It's the law of attraction. It's how do you attract good things into your life? How do you attract the things that you want into your life? And this can go both ways. We can attract negative things into our life, but we can also attract positive things. And so we have to be conscious of our energy and our vibration and how we're presenting ourselves in order to bring the things that we truly do want into our lives. So there's a lot of different tips and tricks and techniques on how to manifest the things that you want. But today I'm just going to go over the basic steps that I find are the most crucial when you're trying to manifest something. Step number one is going to be set your intention and really think about what it is that you do want. And that's really like the key I feel is to, I mean, all of these are key, but really think about, take time, get a journal out, get a pen and paper and get really clear on what you want from the universe. And don't focus on what you don't want because when we sit there and we say, you know, like for me, for example, I just manifested a car recently. And for a while I was saying, I don't want a Subaru. I don't want a Subaru. I don't want a Subaru. And when I kept putting out that energy of what I don't want, the universe actually showed me all these dealerships and places that only sold Subarus, which was not what I was looking for. So make sure you know what exactly it is that you do want and don't limit yourself. You can be as picky as you want. And honestly, I think the more picky you are, the better. Some people say, you know, don't be too picky because you might miss out on a really good opportunity, blah, 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 which is true. But I feel like not saying don't be too picky is a limiting belief and limiting beliefs are what block us when we're trying to manifest something. And I think that you need to trust that the universe is going to bring you exactly what you want because the universe will deliver if you tell the universe what you want. Just, you know, write it down, put in your order to the universe and just wait and the universe will will bring it to you if you follow the next steps that I'm about to tell you about. And when you're writing your intent to make sure you're in a really positive headspace, do things that are going to raise your vibration, which is what I'm going to talk about in my next step. So make sure you're just in that positive headspace when you're writing it down. As soon as you start to feel any sort of doubt as you're writing things down, stop what you're doing immediately and come back to it when you feel better. Because if you write things from a lower vibration where you're feeling doubtful, then it's going to be much harder to get what you want and you might even end up not getting it. So that is step number one. Step number two is to raise your vibration. So I think in recent years, the whole like good vibes and positive vibes has become really trendy. Like we see it everywhere. You see it on t-shirts, on cell phone cases and all kinds of stuff. And it's just all around us. And, you know, we all talk about good vibes and good vibes this and blah, blah, blah. And it sounds positive. It is really positive. But where does that come from? What does it really mean? And so raising your vibrations, in my opinion, is really doing anything that's going to put you into a positive mood and put you into a good headspace where you feel confident, you feel ready to do things, you feel like energetic, you don't feel any self, self-doubt. self And so the way you can do that to raise your vibrations, because that's the thing, our everything has a vibration. I have a vibration. My laptop has a vibration. This table has a vibration. And the vibrations that we put out to the universe are what we attract back into our life. So when we're in a really negative, low vibration where we're like, I can't do anything, I don't have any money, I don't have this, I don't have any friends, everyone hates me, we put that energy out to the universe and then we perceive it to be true and then it becomes true. It becomes our reality when we believe it. 
And so when we are in a positive vibration, when we're in a good headspace, when we're feeling confident and capable and able to do things, then the universe is much more likely to bring these opportunities to us. And so the way you raise your vibration, there's a couple things you can do. A lot of them are really simple. Most of them go back to self-care, which is kind of what I talked about in last week's episode when I talked about how to dig yourself out of a hole. A lot of it comes back to this. Honestly, it's just taking responsibility for your energy. And so some simple things you can do are you can eat better. So eating a healthier diet is really beneficial, especially if you eat like a vegan or a vegetarian diet. That will raise your vibrations because you're not eating the karma of, you know, whatever meat or dairy that you're eating. So eating a plant-based diet will not only give you all those good like phytonutrients, but they will just bring more positive energy. And even more so if you eat like if you're able to eat organic. I mean, don't if I know organic food is really expensive. So if you can't afford it, don't stress about it. Any sort of vegetables will do. But I do find that I personally feel better when I eat local or eat like organic vegetables. But it's not 100% necessary. So don't get too hung up on that. The other thing you can do to raise your vibration is just exercise, whether that's going for a walk or dancing or going for a hike or spending time outside. Anything that gets your body moving and gets all that excess energy off will totally, totally raise your vibration. I know for me, like, I feel like I'm in such a better mood when I, you know, have a really good cardio session because you get all those endorphins going in your brain. So that also helps to put you in a much more positive, better sort of headspace. And also like exercise and eating better together, just you have like more energy, you're able to do more. Um, I know back when I first went vegan and I was like exercising every single day, I had so much energy. I felt like superwoman, like I got everything done and I was just manifesting like left and right. And I didn't even know what I was doing then. I didn't realize I was manifesting. So those are two simple things you can do. Another thing you can do is practice gratitude, which this is a really big one. This is actually going to, I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about it later on because it's also a really big step of manifesting. So gratitude, it can be anything. You can be grateful for literally anything. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. And my one piece of advice for people who may be new to practicing gratitude would be to make sure that your ego is not getting in the way of you practicing gratitude because I used to have a really, really tough time being grateful for what I had because my ego would get in the way. Like I would try to be grateful and I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm so grateful for having a roof over my head. But you know, then my ego would step in and be like, oh, that's it. That's all you're grateful for is that one really minuscule thing. You could do so much better, blah, blah, blah. And so it took me a while to get past that blockage of realizing that, you know, that's my ego talking and I need to tell it to step aside when I'm practicing gratitude because, you know, it's fine to be grateful for having a roof over your head. There's people out there who don't have that. And so even if you're not in the best living situation like I was at the time, it's so good to just be grateful for that. And when you're able to have your ego kind of step out of the room for a moment while you practice gratitude, that raises your vibrations so much and it puts you in a way better mood going into your day. You're like, wow, my life is great. I have this house and I have a cat and I have my fiance and I have my new car and all this stuff. And it just, it really, it does, it raises your vibration. So that's why if you see me posting about gratitude on Instagram or Facebook, I, I purposely try to do that because not only does it raise my vibrations, but when I get you guys to do it with me, 
we all raise our vibrations by practicing gratitude. So gratitude is so, so important. And that's a really big lesson that I've learned in the last year or so personally. Some things to avoid when you're trying to raise your vibration would be any toxic or low vibrational people. So people who, you know, a lot of times when we're trying to manifest stuff, if we're trying to set big goals for ourselves, there there will be people around us that they might be projecting a lot and they might have their own failures or they're just low vibrational, like negative energy. So when you're trying to manifest, they might kind of really bring you down and be like, oh, well, did you think about this? And what about this? Or you can't do that. Who? No one can do that. Blah, blah, blah. So if you have any toxic people or low vibrational people in your life, I mean, really, it's kind of the same thing, but try to cut them out. If they're your friends, find new friends, find high vibrational friends that aren't going to pull you down. If it's your family, honestly, in my experience, (laughs) the best advice is to just not talk to them or, you know, maybe don't talk to them about what you're trying to manifest. That's another thing. They say sometimes it's actually not good to talk about things you're trying to manifest with people because sometimes other people can ruin the vibration. However, if you have your your vibration raised high enough, then low vibrational people can't affect you. So use your intuition. Go about how you feel about it. Um, But try to avoid those really toxic people that are just bringing you down. Some other things that will lower your vibration are drugs, alcohol, low vibrational places like bars and clubs. That's, in my opinion, those are usually just places that are like breeding grounds for people that are just very low vibrational and not always the best to be around. So if those are things that you partake in regularly, maybe try to avoid those for a little while. Also, social media is another big one. I think social media is great, but I think it also does have the tendency to make us compare ourselves to other people, and that can also really um, bring down our vibrations. And I mean, I know we're in a we live in an age where people are like, "I'm not getting rid of social media. I can't do that." Blah blah blah. So if you don't feel like you want to just get rid of all social media, which you know, I I'll admit, like I don't. I still use social media. I still use Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. But my best advice would be if you decide to not get rid of it completely, then go through all the people you follow and try to figure out like which accounts do you follow that like bring you down, that make you feel bad about yourself, that make you get discouraged and just unfollow those people. Try to follow people that inspire you and make you excited and just make you happy about life and what you're doing and motivate you. So That's my advice for raising your vibrations. Um, There's probably a lot more I could say about that, but those are just my basic tips and tricks on how to do that. Step number three. So step number three is to write your intentions down. Keep a journal, get a piece of paper, whatever it is that you want to do, and write down everything that you want or everything that you want to do. And this kind of goes back to what I was saying before, where when you write this down, Write it down while you're in a really good mindset. As soon as you feel any sort of self-doubt, immediately just stop what you're doing. And there's a lot of different things you can do. I always like to cleanse myself with like sage or Palo Santo before I write stuff down. I listen to 432 music. I just try to make sure I'm just in a really good headspace. I make sure that I'm eating really well that day and that I'm exercising. And so while you're in that really good headspace and your vibrations are raised, write everything down and make sure that you write it down in the present tense. Because when we say, 
oh, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, or I want a million dollars, or whatever, we're going to be wanting a million dollars. We're never going to have what it is that we're trying to get. So you might write something down like, I have an extra $1,000 in my bank account every month, and just write that down. Also, make sure you don't use any low yeah like low vibrational words like I will be out of debt because the universe doesn't respond to words like debt because otherwise it's just going to hear debt and you're not going to actually get out of debt so something better you could write down is I'm abundant in all or I'm abundant in all things or I have more than enough money to pay my bills and buy whatever it is that I want so writing those things down in the present tense um, will help your your goals and your intentions to come to fruition. So once you've done that, you can write everything down and just say them out loud to yourself. Say, I am abundant in all things. I have more than enough money to pay my bills. And so when you say it to yourself and you bring that reality to your present, it definitely changes something within you and you actually do start to feel like, okay, like I've, I've got this. I really do have all this money. And especially if you're trying to manifest money, you don't want to be coming from this lack mentality of like, oh, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. You want to make sure that you are affirming yourself and telling yourself these affirmations like, I am a money magnet. I have more than enough money to pay my bills, all that stuff. So you want to make sure that the way you're thinking about things and what you're writing down is all in the present tense and you're telling yourself these things because that is going to raise your vibrations. It's going to bring more money to you or, you know, bring more opportunities to you, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. So, and there's a couple different techniques you can use to write down your intentions. You can just write them down normally. You can do what's called scripting and write down in your journal what what it is that you want and write it like it's a journal entry and write down something like, I have found my dream job. I am so happy at work. I'm so happy I found this job. It pays me this much money and I have all these benefits and it's so great. I'm so happy this happened and date it. Date it for, you know, 2019 or whatever the date is. Write it in the present and just write everything down like you've already got it and you've already found this opportunity and it's amazing. And so there's that you can do. You can also do what's called like there's a couple different ones. There's like the 33 times three method. There's the one times 11 or 11 times one method. And you can use this like all the way down, like all these different repeating numbers. And they're basically just based off of like what's called like the angel numbers. So numbers like 333111. So what you would do is if I was doing the 33 times three method, I would write down what it is that I'm trying to get 33 times in my journal for three days in a row. And every time I write them down, say them out loud to yourself and then just see what happens in those three days. So those are some different methods for writing your intentions down and how to get them. Let's move on to step number four. So step number four is to visualize. And you can practice this every single day. You can do this for pretty much anything. Sit down and take some deep breaths and close your eyes and tap into that third eye, which the third eye is, you know, it's the chakra that has to do with our intuition. Um, it's a really strong chakra for people that are clairvoyant. 
which means clear seeing. So we can visualize everything in our third eye. And so sit down, take those deep breaths, and just visualize what it is that you want. Imagine yourself being so happy getting this thing that you want. And what does that look like for you? Is it a new car? Is it a house? Is it a new job opportunity? Is it having more than enough money to pay all your bills and buy whatever you want? Really sit down and just try to visualize yourself and what that will look like for you. Something that is a really common thing that a lot of people do to help with this is to create a vision board. So when you create a vision board, basically you're just taking pictures of things that you want, whether they're from a magazine or maybe you print them out on your computer. Print them all out and put them onto a board and hang them up somewhere where you will see them constantly. And while you do this, my piece of advice is also apply the same thing. So in my last step where I said when you write down what you want, make sure that just like when you are writing stuff down that you're in a high vibration. So when you are visualizing, make sure that you're in a positive high vibrational state when you're visualizing and putting all this stuff together because it'll you'll be putting that positive energy into it. And so visualizing is really powerful. I use this all the time. A lot of books that talk about being psychic talk about this, like our thoughts create our reality. And so we are co-creators with the universe trying to figure out what we want. And so when we visualize how we want things to go or what things we want to come to us, you put that message out to the universe and the universe will bring it to you. So that's step number four. Moving on to step number five. Step number five is so, so, so important in my opinion. I've already touched on this a little bit, but to be honest, most of these steps all kind of work together. So it was difficult trying to put all of these into basic steps. But my number five step is to practice gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. This is so, so important when you're manifesting because it raises your vibrations, but it also it helps you to get stay excited and stay positive when you are working towards your goals or obtaining something. So what I recommend is if you have a law of attraction journal or just any journal, keep a gratitude journal and every day write down things that you're grateful for that are helping you move towards the thing that you want. And when you're being consciously aware of the positive things that are happening, then you're able to look back and look at your journal and be like, wow, the universe really is helping me get this thing or I really am getting this thing that I want. Every day I'm moving closer to that thing. So it keeps you in a good mindset. It keeps you motivated. Gratitude, in my opinion, and I know I said this, like all these steps are key, but gratitude is so, so important. Like I can't stress it enough how much I love gratitude and how powerful gratitude really is. So keep a gratitude journal. That's step number five. And finally, we have step number six, which in my opinion, step number six is probably the hardest step of all. So once you follow the last five steps and you get all that good energy built up and you make your vision board and you write all your steps down, detach from it. Completely forget about it. Put it somewhere where you won't think about it. And I know that kind of contradicts what I said about vision boards after I said that, you know, keep your vision board where you'll see it. That's a little bit different in my opinion. I know that's kind of confusing, but put it out of sight or do it before you go to bed. So write in your journal and then go to sleep and then you'll just completely forget about it. You'll go about your day the next day, put it in an envelope, put it on your altar if you have an altar 
just completely forget about it and detach from the outcome. Don't spend time thinking about different ways that you're going to go about doing this and thinking about, you know, oh, I could do this and I could do that and blah, blah, blah. Because when we get in our heads and when we start making these plans, we block the universe from doing what the universe is trying to do. However, there are times where when you're trying to manifest something, you might be in alignment and you might get these ideas of, oh, I could do this and I can try that. And you might actually feel really inspired. So this is one of those times where I would suggest to use your intuition and do what feels right. So if you have an idea for your business and you're like, oh, this would be a great idea and you feel inspired to do that, then by all means, pursue that. That's I wouldn't say that that is you getting in the way of blocking it as the thing that you want to get. But I think that's the universe's way of guiding you while you're in alignment. Because I know for me, when I'm out of alignment and when I'm not in a high vibration, I, I'm less creative. I don't have all these ideas. But when I am in alignment, I am so motivated to create and I have all these ideas going through my head and it's much easier for me to manifest. So what I would say is when in doubt, go with your intuition. And this goes for what I was saying to you before about having a vision board and keeping it up where you're keeping it up where you'll see it. So do what feels right. You, you don't have to put it where you want to see it if you feel like you shouldn't. But I find that vision boards tend to work better when they're in a spot where I see them all the time. And I mean, it helps me to visualize the thing that I want. And when I keep visualizing it, then I'm more likely to bring that into my life, which is a little bit different than me being like, oh, well, I have this plan for me to get this car. And I, we end up overanalyzing these things. And when we overanalyze... It, we just totally get so much in our hands that, you know, it's harder for the universe to deliver what it is that we want. So that is step number six, completely detach from what it is that you want. Forget about it. Moving on to step number seven, which is a little bit simpler. And step number seven, I would just say, be open to receive. So now that you've done all these steps, you're you just have to make sure that you're open to these opportunities and what's coming to you. So like I said, you don't want to get too much in your head, but also be open to where things could lead you or, you know, be open to different opportunities. Don't discard anything right away because you never know what the universe is going to bring to you. Because sometimes, you know, we have our own plans in our head of how things will play out, but then the universe has a completely different plan and they, you know, the universe brings us things in very different and mysterious ways. So that is step number six. So yeah, that is Law of Attraction 101, how to manifest your dream life. I think hopefully in the upcoming weeks, once I get once I get these interviews posted, I might do some Law of Attraction troubleshooting. So if you're doing these steps and you're like, why am I not manifesting? look out for that episode and I will be doing an episode on little things to be mindful of when you are trying to manifest because they might be blocking you from manifesting. So that is this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something good out of it. I hope you get to create the dream life that you have always wanted because it law of attraction is so amazing and it has truly changed my life for the better and a bunch of other people's lives as well. So thank you as always for joining me. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Space Witch Podcast to keep up with me and all my daily antics and my gratitude and 
food posts and whatever the hell else you want to see. Um, I also post like my tarot and oracle readings on there occasionally. So look out for that. You can also find me on Facebook at the Space Witch Podcast and also be sure to join the community. Go on Facebook and join the Starseed community where we can talk about law of attraction, the zodiac signs, pretty much anything you want that has to do with this podcast. Oh, and of course, my books are always open for natal chart readings. So if you email me at spacewitchpodcast at gmail.com, just shoot me an email and I can do a reading for you. So with that being said, I will catch you here next week on the Space Witch Podcast. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And thanks again for being here.